Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome as always. Thank you for joining us. Marsha is sitting at the airport waiting to fly to Miami for her sojourn, her annual uh, vacation, and I believe in Miami, so she won't be with us. But we got a great co-host with you today. Uh, it's Bob, Dr. Mac Levitas. Bob, you with us? Yes. Well, great. Thank you. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about Bob. He is the probably the world's greatest expert. I'm I'm making you that, Bob, on Mac. Uh, he's a columnist for the Houston Chronicles. Uh, has been penned his popular Doctor Mac column every Tuesday. Uh, he's also a product reviewer for Mac Observer. Uh, has written Bob. Is it 63 books? Do I have it right? Yes. 63 books, and you're working on the 64th, I think, right? I am. Uh, so th- this is the day to call for any Mac, Apple, any questions you have about that, which you can call us at eight six six WS Radio. That's eight six six nine seven seven two three four six, and you can get us right on the air if you'd like. You can also get us at Mark at M A R C and Marsha M A R S H A at uh, Gmail at Twitter or Marsha Collier at Twitter. And we are delighted as always to um, spend our Saturday with you. So. Bob, let's talk Apple, Mac, what's new? Well, nothing's new yet. Yeah, Next we got, week, it's, yeah. it's uh, like two weeks to the Worldwide Developer Conference, and then something will be new. And what do you expect to come out of the Developers Conference? I mean, is that wasn't that previously a time where they announced new product? Well, they've, they've been known to. Um, they've announced iPhones at the Developer Conference, but... They've, uh, they've also announced upgrades to iOS. <clears throat> so I think the focus will be at least to some extent on uh, Mac OS. Actually, you know they changed the name of Mac OS? It's now just called OS. You know, I've been seeing that, but I didn't realize that was an actually official name. I think it's official. They've okay. dropped Mac so that it's just OS X uh, and then the, the cat name. So... I think a lot of the developer conference will focus on Mountain Lion, which is coming out this summer. So Apple has become Madonna. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need the same anymore. Just we don't OS. Need, we don't need a first name, right? There, there are one name like Madonna or uh, Elvis or El- exactly or Oprah. Yeah. So I, you know, I have to say the the one thing that's amazing about Apple is that they keep a secret better than any technology company, or frankly, probably any other company in the history of the universe. You just simply never know what you're going to get, you know. And there's more speculation about the iPhone and the iPads and such. What about the TV? And the T, yeah. What is? All right, you know, let's talk about. We've got so many things to talk about here. What is? First, explain what was Apple TV. There's a lot of talk about what Apple TV is going to be, and it wasn't particularly successful its first go-around, correct? Well, the first one um, was, yeah, was, um, I think Steve Jobs referred to it as a hobby. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, you know, if you, here's the thing about the the, uh, Apple TV box. First of all, it's $99. It didn't used to be. It was a couple hundred, and it had a hard disk, and it wasn't really a great value. At $99, it's selling a lot better. The okay. second-generation uh, Apple TV is, I would say, a success. I don't know how many units they've sold, but it's a lot more than the first generation, and for good reason. It's a little $99 box. You hook up to your TV, 
with a HDMI cable, and there is no step two. That's it. Then all of your iTunes content is available to watch on your big screen TV in HD. Okay, so the, so that you're getting your iTunes, which means that obviously music you don't care because you can pretty much get music anywhere on your iTunes. But this is for like a downloading a TV show, downloading a movie. Exactly, exactly. Plus, it has Netflix. It has um, there's major league uh, major league baseball, I think, and and basketball. Though I'm not a sports buff, I don't subscribe to any of that stuff. But there's a lot of content. Uh, in addition to being able to buy or rent, <clears throat> uh, you know, first-run movies, movies that are in the DVD store. Uh, so I guess my question is, you know, I have Dish Network, which I've got Blockbuster, and I've got Pay-Per-View, and I've got all these TV things. This and could I... replace a lot of it. Well, why would I want, I guess my question is, why would I want to? For example, I just bought a new TV, and on my TV, I've got all these apps. I've got Netflix, and you know, pretty much everything I have in my house now connects to Netflix. So I have all these different devices that already connect to apps and such. Why do I need Apple TV? You don't, unless you're, unless you have a lot of that content in iTunes. If this, if the content is residing in iTunes, like in, I'm gonna open iTunes, but I have, several hundred episodes of TV shows and probably a couple hundred movies. My, my uh, media disc is almost a terabyte right now. Okay. And, and so for me, it's kind of a no-brainer because having all that stuff available on my big screen TV in 5.1 audio right. works for me. You know, it's like my house and my life are really um, very well in sync with what Apple TV is about. I have all my music in iTunes. I have the, uh, I use the iTunes, um, what's it called? The sync with the cloud, the Mm -hmm. um, iTunes match. So all of my music, which is 12,000 some odd, 13,000 some odd songs right now, uh, is available on all my devices, whether I sync it or not. So all around the house, Uh, on my iPad, my iPhone, any computer you jump on in my house, you have access to 13,000 songs and 215 episodes of TV shows, 302 movies, but a lot of those are my movies. Right. Like home home movies. Mm -hmm. I see Todd Rundgren at the uh, La Zona Rosa, which (laughs) I shot last month. Okay. He was great. But even so, there's probably 50 or 100 movies that I've either... Uh, rented or bought. So, for me, it's it's a no-brainer because with the pay-per-view, with the being able to buy and and watch something instantly, almost mm-hmm. instantly, um, I got rid of a lot of other services I had. So it allowed you to dump something. So basically, it's a convenient unit. Now, it you have to. I, I understand. You plug it into the TV you want to watch it on. It, does it go to other TVs in your house or just that TV? No, you get one for each TV. As a matter of fact, I've okay. got one in each room. So you got to buy. So you got to spend a hundred bucks per TV if you want to do that. Right. Okay. So I mean, and I just we just got a tweet from one of our listeners, Scott Townsend, who says, "I love my Apple TV." It's great if you if you if your life consists of a lot of content that that lives in iTunes. You absolutely want it, assuming you've got a big TV and a good stereo in the den. Mm-hmm. This makes the den, it's like 
one of the holy grails for, for me has been getting all this content I have uh, on various devices available in, my, in the best place, which is where the 5.1 stereo and the 52-inch, whatever it is, HDTV is. Mm-hmm. And before, it was a hassle. With Apple TV, it's, it's brilliant. Not only that, it's got a great feature called um, AirPlay. So you have an iPad, right? Yep. Okay, so now you have an Apple TV. Whatever's on your iPad, you can show on your big screen TV and hear on your big speakers. And this is all wirelessly through the Wirelessly. Network? You're sitting on the couch. You've got someone sitting next to you. You go, hey, I want to show you some pictures I took last week. You open up your iPad, but instead of crowding next to him and pointing the iPad right. at him, you press a button on the iPad, and the stuff shows up on your 50-inch TV. Right. Including movies, including yeah, everything. Cool and you could show them a game. If you're playing a great game and you want somebody to see it, you can put it on the TV and they can watch you play. In so real anything, time. That, anything that comes up on your iPad is viewable through uh, AirPlay through the um, Apple TV. It's basically uh, um, screen mirroring to your big TV from your devices. iPhone 4S also, by the way. Oh, really? I see that. Now, that is a nice feature. It's an awesome feature because yeah. everybody that comes over to my house, all of my friends, all of my kids' friends, all of my kids, all of my relatives have iPhones. Yeah. I mean, I hardly know anybody now that, that doesn't. I know a few people who don't, but most people do. So they come over and they start showing me uh, something on, on their iPhone, and I go, here, give me that for a second. I press the button. Hey, isn't this better? <laughs> And they have to have your password to sign into your network? No. Uh-uh. So it just, it just automatically will play whatever is... Uh, uh, that's... Well, I can override it. Okay, I was going to say, that can be, that can be a plus override. and a minus. I could override it. But they see it, and it's not... Uh, in my house, it's not password protected because so many people will use it in a day. And Scott Townsend just tweeted, he said he uses uh, he loves the picture side show. Yeah, you can put picture slideshow. If you go out and shoot pictures on your iPhone, you can come home and leave that slideshow running on the TV for a while. So it kind of becomes a, a gigantic, uh, what do they call those little photo album, electronic yeah, photo it's albums? Yeah, it's a picture frame. It's a digital yeah. picture frame for 99 bucks. Although I don't know that I want to run uh, my uh, thousands of dollars of TV endlessly for the purpose of using it as a picture frame, but it's a nice feature if somebody's over at your house. So, uh, all right, so that's, that, uh, you know, now you're starting to get to me a little bit where well, I can see okay. maybe there's a value. The, the big problem, frankly, that I have is I'm running out of HDMI plugs on my TV. That's correct. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest problem. And for me, I've got an older uh, stereo system, and it's only got two optical inputs. Right. So I'm kind of like I can only have a couple of things. I bought a switcher. I actually have two switchers. I've been, at my TV has three HDMIs, but that's not enough. Right, of course. I not. need five, I, I think, or six. Yeah. So I have a four-port switcher for HDMI and mm-hmm. a three-port switcher for digital audio cables. Yeah, I did. But the it's, same it's thing. just a total pain in the butt. My my living room system. My wife can't do it. She has to come and get me when she wants to change something. Yeah, there you go. All right, we're coming right back uh, with Bob Levitas. And Weston uh, is with us today, so happy to have. We're going to do in the uh, second half hour, we're going to do gaming. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. We'll be right back.
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, we have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, and Android market. They are all free downloads, so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. For more information, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And if you want to reach us, you can get us at 866-977-2346. Love to hear from you. Uh, Dr. Mac, Bob Levitas is co-hosting. Marsha is on her way to Florida. She'll be back with us next week. Uh, and in fact, in the 1 o'clock hour, we're going to be talking to Mitch Singer, who's the president of DECE. This is a group that created Ultraviolet, which is, if you're a Blu-ray fan or a movie fan, this is the system that allows you to download it to your iPad, to your Android, to your iPhone, to multiple different devices and get a digital copy. Uh, so the president of that division
Vision and also Chief Strategy Officer at Sony Pictures. So he'll be joining us in the one o'clock hour to talk about that. Um, anyway, okay, Bob. So back to uh, Apple TV. So ninety nine bucks. So you think there's going to be any? The new one is the new one, and, and it's already up and running, or there'll be more changes to come on that. Oh, I think there's more to come. I think this is uh, just a preview of what we might expect from Apple in the television. I don't want to say television space because I don't know that they're going to make a television. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's about fifty fifty that they will actually make the television. You know, some days I wake up thinking, yeah, it would be smart for them to do it. And some days I wake up thinking it just doesn't fit. They'd have to, you know, it would be a very big undertaking for Apple to be in in the, the flat panel display business. Boy, that's a, it is such a, as you say, it's such a tough business to be in. I can't see Apple, you know, why? I mean, obviously why they think they can integrate and make a lot of money doing that. But it seems to me that wouldn't be the wisest move for Apple to go into manufacturing TV sets. Um, now, so going back to the conference, which is ne- next week? Yeah, I think, I think so. Let me see. Um, it's either next week. It's next week or the week after. Okay. What do you, it starts uh, Tuesday the 12th. Monday the 11th it starts, rather. So now next the ru- week. Uh, next week. All right. The, the rumor is that there is going to be no iPhone 5 announcement. You have any thought on that? Um... You know, it would just, it would, it would be Apple style to spread that as disinformation. Right. And then announce the iPhone 5. Right. Exactly. So I, I, you know, here's the thing. When you hear these rumors and you see these, you know, the web is in the weeks leading up to any, um, <clears throat> keystone date, mm-hmm. like the beginning of the developer conference, the, the weeks before get hotter and hotter with scoops and, I saw schematics of a new iPhone with a four and a quarter inch display. I mean, is that stuff real? Yeah. It looks good. Somebody wastes a lot of time making that stuff up. Yeah, you that's what's yeah. going on. Yeah, I, it amazes me as 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 we talked about how much misinformation there is about Apple products. Well, and I think that you know it wouldn't surprise me that someday we find out that some of these leaked drawings. Were leaked on purpose by Apple. Right, right. I mean, I'd like personally, I'd like to see a bigger screen on my iPhone. I, I wouldn't would, mind it, and, yeah. and in fact, um, I, I sometimes wish my iPad could be my phone. Right. I would carry it around yeah, with me and use it to talk on. Yeah, it would be nice, wouldn't it? It would. It would work for me. Well, you so know, I think a bigger. I think a bigger phone, and I think maybe an in-between tablet, a six and a half, seven-inch tablet. You know, you hear the rumor, yes, Apple's going to do it because everyone else did it. No, they're not going to do it because everyone else did it. And then you think, yeah, but I bet if they could get that thing out at a good price point, if they could get that out at 199 and they could, that might be the, the, you know, small pad killer. Yeah, that would be interesting, I guess. I, you know, to me, you know, we keep going back and forth between I want it smaller. I want it bigger. I want it medium. You know, I don't know what the app for me, the, the just under 10 inch screen works perfectly. Not too big, not too small. Uh, my three and a half inch iPhone is a little small for me, but I don't want it to be a five inch screen. So, you know, I, I guess it's each to his own, but it'll be interesting to see what happens and, you know, where we go from that. It's funny, but before the iPad, I think I'd have been much, much more excited to get a bigger phone screen. 
But because of the iPad, when I walk in the house, all the stuff I used to sit around the house doing on the phone, I pick up the iPad. Yeah, me too. So, so it turns out that having a bigger screen on the phone, yeah, it'd be nice. I'm, I'm, I'm not as young as I used to be, and my eyes aren't as good as they used to be. So a bigger screen means more pixels. It means I can you know, make fonts a little bigger uh, on some things and make them easier to read. And certainly some of the stuff on that iPhone screen, some developers just, you know, they have no regard for older folks. They make everything too small. <laughs> right. I hear you. Uh, by the way, Uncle Bill, thanks for uh, joining us. He said he almost missed the uh, show today because he got home late from the Mets' first no-hitter. Yes, so, I heard about that. Yeah, and that's, and that's nice. My yeah. wife's a big Mets fan. Oh, really? She's from New York? She's from New York. Oh, there you go. Uh, and congratulations, by the way. I have been a diehard Laker fan my whole life. Love the Lakers, and they unfortunately made an early exit from the playoffs. So I've now flipped over to a sport that I have no interest in whatsoever, which is hockey. Uh, and, of course, our Kings in Los Angeles are in the Stanley Cup and won the first game. you follow hockey at all? Not at all. I, I only like the fights, and they don't have as many of them as they used to. Yeah, there you go. Uh, a little bit too much uh, violence going on in hockey. but uh, I was a Kings fan for a while. When I lived in L.A., I followed the Kings and the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, that's it's kind of nice to see the Kings who haven't been in the playoffs in 19 years and have never been in the Stanley Cup uh, and winning the first game. So, uh, see, when I, I was a Kings fan, they played at the Forum. Oh, yeah, that was How's long, that for a long time ago? Well, it was not that long ago, interestingly enough. The uh, Staples Center in Los Angeles has been open about 12 years, so it wasn't that many years ago that they played there. But, uh, you know, go Kings. Uh, lots of sports stuff. We had a wild weekend here, Bob, uh, about two weeks ago. The Lakers, the Clippers the Kings, and the Audi bike race went on all in the same weekend. It was so much going on that Sports Illustrated actually had it on the cover, talking about the wild weekend in Los Angeles. Unfortunately for the Clippers and the Lakers, didn't work out the way we were hoping for, but at least the Kings did well. So, uh, all right, uh, moving on a little bit. So the next phase for um, the Apple, we talked about Apple TV. We talked about uh, iPhones. And, and I believe you're right when you say, and it's interesting, because statistically this isn't exactly correct, but everybody uses an iPhone. I mean, I, I sit at the Laker games and I look around, and wherever I am, I kind of look around to see what kind of phone people are using. And 90% of the time, what I see are iPhones. I agree, and when I travel, I especially look. You know, I look to see who's using iPads and iPhones, mm -hmm. who's using Apple computers, who's not. And, you know, it's really, we've come a long way. There was a time 10 years ago, in the, maybe even in the late 90s, when nobody used Apple. I'd be right. the only one in the whole waiting room at an airport using oh, yeah. a Mac computer. Today... You go to the airport, and even though Apple's market share can't be anywhere near 50%, oh gosh, no! it looks like half the people in the airport are using Apple laptops or uh, iPads waiting for their flights. Yeah, it's amazing. And what's interesting is that, and you can tell us better than anyone else, do Mac users now have to start worrying about viruses? That's a really good question, Mark. Um and one that I still owe my readers an answer. I wrote about it a few weeks ago when we had our latest outbreak. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, I'm not sure and I'm not willing yet to su submit my Mac to intrusive virus protection software, anti-malware software. Mm -hmm. For me, I don't think that the problem 
has escalated to the point where I have to do something proactively at my end. Mm-hmm. I, I'm afraid that might not be right for my readers. I think for some of them, running antivirus software might be smart. For me, A, I back up. I'm, I'm obsessed with backing up. Right. I have multiple backups in multiple places. I don't feel like my data is at risk, even if, you know, even if I got the worst infection ever. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. The second is I can get back up and running on a different hard drive in three minutes. And, and so I could isolate it and put it away and worry about it later. Right. So I don't really, it doesn't, it doesn't worry me too much. But I think for my, you know, for normal people, it might be time to look at antivirus software. And in fact, I've made a note to myself when I finish working on this book, one of the first things I'm going to do is install all of the antivirus programs, not all at once, but right, right. one at a time and, and try to get a feel for, is there one that I could maybe live with, if not live with, tolerate, um, if I had to have something like this on my Mac, and at, at some point pretty soon, I'm going to have to do that and write about it. But for now, I said, you know, if you're concerned about it, I also am very in touch. If there were an outbreak, I'd read about it first thing the next morning if right. I hadn't heard about it sooner. And, and so, you know, I could do something about it way before other people are going to hear about it. So maybe maybe I'm being a... Um, uh, I had a T-shirt once that said I was a arrogant, smug, virus-free Mac user. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I was the same way and, and always have kind of been the same way with my PC, Be- you know, because I have believed that I'm smart enough to not open files that I shouldn't and to not do the things that would cause me to get a virus. Yet, despite that, I will run an antivirus program on my computer, but I've never had a virus. And I think it's because, like you, I'm smug. I don't think I'm ever going to get one. But I I do throw a free one. I can't remember which one I happen to use. And frankly, I hardly ever use my PC at home anymore because I'm using my iPad most of the time. Well, that wouldn't be a bad idea. I actually think maybe for someone like me, just running an I, just running a, a malware scanner, right? not using it uh, running in the background full time, but, you know, every few weeks. That reminds me, I will run one of those guys soon yeah. and see if I have a virus. I know I don't because Apple actually fixed the last one. Ah, you mean they found it. All right, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll ask you about your virus when we come back. Also, when we come back, we're going to do gaming the next half an hour. Wesson's going to join us. We're going to be talking about all kinds of great stuff, and E3 is next week. So I'll tell you about E3. I'm going there on Tuesday. Looking forward to that. You're listening to Computer and Technology Radio. We are WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAKK.com to learn more. 
Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. We all need a healthier lifestyle. The stresses of the day take their toll, and the lack of a healthy plan and activities make it that much harder to stay fit. Better Bodies by Chemistry makes it easy for you to maintain a healthy lifestyle and reach your fitness goals by working for you. Combining the best of science and nature, including organics, our vitamins and supplements support and improve your health, all at a great value. Better Bodies by Chemistry also provides tools for women to inspire each other to reach their goals. Whether you need new weight loss solutions or super omega-3 vitamins, we have different nutritional supplements that will work best for your health, heart, and immune system. You can achieve a healthy lifestyle that is realistic no matter how busy and full your life is. And with Better Bodies by Chemistry products, you're assured of the finest quality at a great price. Learn more at BetterBodiesByChemistry.com. Are you an adventurous wine drinker? Would you enjoy trying a bold red with dark fruit and a spicy finish from Hungary? Or an amphora-style Chivi Pinot with layers of complex flavors? Carpathian Wines hand-selects extraordinary wines from premier Central European wineries. At CarpathianWines.com, you'll find amazing dry whites, big juicy reds, even the famous Tokaya Azu. Discover award-winning limited production wines from the heart of Central Europe. Find them only at CarpathianWines.com. 